But this is what we're talking about. Now, I would never release the information I'm giving you now because I know when people find out truth, they write books. But I can't hold it no longer. So they're going to end up writing a book and getting the credit without the information. But I got to do it. I can't hold back what God has given me for his people. All right. All right. Now, let's go to the message for the day. Revelation chapter 19. In the book of Revelation chapter 19, we're going to start reading with verse number 6. Now, the reason why I taught you on righteousness, and I gave you the revelation, God gave us the revelation, of God's three righteousness. And you ought to be able to know the three righteousness. I'm not going to put you on the spot. I'm going to tell you. Righteousness number one is the law of righteousness. Somewhere tucked away in your notes, you ought to have that. The law of righteousness. Now, that, you can look at Romans 9. I'm not going to these now. I'm just telling you, give you some scripture. Romans 9, 30, 31, give you the righteousness of the law. Then also, God gave you the, the righteousness, which is of faith. Gave you that in Romans also 9, 30, 31. And also gave it to you again in Romans chapter 10, verse 9 and 10. A lot of people are stuck right there. They think they got it. They think they, they, think they got it. They don't, they don't got it. They don't have it. But then the righteousness that we have today is 2 Corinthians 5 and verse 17. We're going to look at that on the screen. It's called the gift of righteousness. See, you didn't do anything on your right. See, people are telling you, you can f- confess what your mind believes. Well, you're doing something. You're doing something to get it. No, God's righteousness came to you free. It's the gift. Now, a lot of people don't understand, but if you don't have the gift of righteousness, you don't have righteousness. Because our righteousness was by grace. So let's look at that. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, then we're going to go to our subject. I know I told you Revelation 19. I'm going to go back there. Uh, so I gave you that verse. What verse I gave you told to go to? Thank you, sir, for listening. I'm just seeing are they with me. 2 Corinthians chapter 5 <clears throat> and verse 17 says, Therefore, I'm reading verse 17. What's it, what did I say I'm going? Verse 17, Romans 5, 17. We're going to Romans 5, 17. I'm, I'm checking you out today. You, you say you got the rights and you ought to have the notes. Romans chapter 5, verse 17. Let's go there. I wasn't trying to do you like that, okay? <clears throat> Romans chapter 5, and verse number 17. When you get there, say amen. All right, I'm waiting on my screen because I want it to be shown. Romans 5, 17, told you the gift of righteousness. I want you to write this in your Bible. So if I say something else, you can say, no, Pastor, that Romans 5, 17, not 2 Corinthians 5, 17. All right. Romans 5, 17 says, is by one man offense death reign, 
but much more, they which receive the abundance of grace. See it? And what else? And the gift of righteousness. When you receive the gift of righteousness, you shall reign in life by one in Jesus Christ. You're not in life until you get the gift of righteousness. Man, you got to know about your salvation. This is not in the game. So when I read to you, when I'm reading to you right now, I'm going to show you how Israel, when Paul said he got his righteousness, 2 Corinthians 4, 6, I told you how Paul got his, his righteousness. His righteousness is going to be the crown of righteousness. But he was waiting for God to come to give him the crown of righteousness. He said the Lord will give him at that day. Isn't that right? So he got his when the Lord come back. My point is, if you don't believe the Lord came back, you don't believe Paul got his righteousness yet. Now you got yours. Isn't that something? Praise God. Selfishness. All right. But you don't believe Paul got here. Paul was before you. All right. Let's go to Revelation now. Thank you very much for that, sir. Revelation chapter number 19 now. Now in Revelation 19, we're going to start reading verse number 6. Because we're going to teach on today, his wife has made herself ready. You got to know the story. For you to start in chapter 19, Pastor, you got to know the story. You can't go all the way to chapter 19 if you don't know 1 through 18. Here it is. Revelation chapter 19 and verse number 6. I heard as it were the voice of a great multitude and the voice of many waters and the voice of mighty thundering saying, Hallelujah! For the Lord God omnipotent reigns. Now you got to get this because when I go, they're going to ask him a question about how long before you take unto your great power and reign. But when you get over here, he's going to say, Hallelujah, it's here. The Lord God omnipotent reigneth. Let us be glad and rejoice and give honor to him for the marriage of the Lamb is come. Not coming. The marriage of the Lamb, what? Is come. It's here. It's not coming. But watch what it says. And his wife not his bride, not his girlfriend, his wife hath made herself ready. Remember when Jesus came, he was waiting for the bride. So somewhere between chapter 19 and Matthew, he didn't got married. So now she's a wife. Chapter number 18, she was a whore. So you got to be able to understand something happened. Revelation 19 and verse number 8 again says, I'm sorry, eight, verse 7 says, Let us be glad and rejoice and give honor to him. For the marriage of the Lamb is come, and his wife has made herself ready. That's your subject. His wife has made herself ready. Now I taught you two weeks in a row, Last week, I taught you where is the promise of his coming. Let's go to Acts 26. Who was he coming to? Acts chapter 26. See, if the Bible told you who he was coming to, I gave you that on my first tape this morning, so when you get this morning tape, you're going to see it. Acts 26. 
told you he was coming to Israel and why? Acts 26, I gave that this morning on this morning's tape. So Acts 26, let's go to verse number uh, four. Are you there? Let's start with verse four. All right. My manner of life in my, from my youth, which was at the first among my own nations, at Jerusalem, at Jerusalem knows all the Jews, which knew me from the beginning, if they would testify. Therefore, the most straightest sect of our religion, I live the Pharisee. And now I stand and I am judged, here it is, for the hope of the promise made of God unto the fathers. You want to write down Deuteronomy chapter 4, verse 30. We're going in next. Deuteronomy 4, 30 and 31. Paul says, I'm here, I'm being judged for the hope of the promise made of God unto the fathers. What promise did he make, Paul? Under which promise our 12 tribes instantly serving God day and night hope to come. What was he hoping? Who were they hoping to come? Who was the bride hoping to come? I'll put it that way. Maybe you get it now. Well, praise the Lord. Y'all know who, how many people waiting for the Lord today? They still don't know who I'm talking about. All right. So they was waiting for the Lord. Ain't that right? They was hoping for him to come. Now they said, right. I asked y'all know about that. But let me move on. For which hope, say King Agrippa, I'm accused of the Jews. Why should it be thought a thing incredible with you that God should raise the dead? What were they waiting for? That's right. That's what you got in Thessalonians. Because when he come, the dead in Christ shall rise first, and they which alive remain shall be called up together to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we be with the Lord in the air. So shall we be. See, all, all that's what church folk are singing about today, but it's already happened. Now, I ask you to write this morning in your notes. I'm giving you keys to the whole Bible, what I'm giving you now. When you study the Old Covenant, you're studying about the woman. When you study the New Covenant, you're studying about the man, Christ Jesus. When you're studying about the Old Covenant, you're studying about Jerusalem, Israel, the promised land, the earth, the heavens, the old earth and the old heaven at that. And then you're studying about the city, the old city. Shall we look at the word of what God said about the old city? Is there anything else out there that I need to go to before I go through this? Deuteronomy chapter 4 verse 30. I got my boy sitting in front of me here. I called him my boy. I want... Amen. Like my own children. Amen. Deuteronomy chapter 4. Got Wisconsin and Mississippi together. So y'all don't know what I'm saying, do you? Deuteronomy 430. Y'all know, know what I'm talking about. This. Watch what God said to Israel. 
Deuteronomy 4.30. When thou art in tribulation, all these things going to come upon you. Even in the latter days, can't say it no plain than that, can you? He told you who's going to be in tribulation, and he told you when it's going to be. If thou turn to the Lord thy God, and shall be obedient to his voice, the Lord thy God is a merciful God and will not forsake you, neither destroy you, nor forget the covenant of your fathers, which I just read to you in Acts 26, 6 and 7, which is swear to them. So God gave the word through Moses. Moses is talking to his wife and says, this is what's going to happen to you in the latter days. <laughs> Let, let's show you that also. Let's go to Genesis 49. All these people told, told Israel, the woman, the same thing. Genesis 49. Now this is Jacob talking to the 12 sons. In Genesis chapter 49 and verse 1, And Jacob called unto his son, gathered them all together. Gather yourself together, and I will tell you that which shall befall you in the last days. And yet people will tell you today, he's talking to you. They must have never read the Bible, huh? He told each tribe what's going to happen to them in the last day. I do not have time to go through that, but you can read all those he gave, talked about. Every, every one of those sons, what's, what's going to happen to them in the last days. All right. Now, I'm not teaching on that, so I'm not going any further on that. I want to, show, I want to go back to the word city, so let's go to Matthew 5. Israel was the city. I talk about this morning in my message, the city of Jerusalem. So when the Bible calls her an a whore, he's talking about as a city. All of the nations of Israel, which was 12, they all would come to Jerusalem and get drunk on the wine of her fornication. On the wine of her fornication. All right, so we'll show you that in just a moment. But let's go first to Matthew. And we're going to look at Matthew chapter number five. Jesus taught this. When you hear it, you're going to be like, oh, I remember that. Yeah, I know. So when he was talking to Israel in Matthew chapter five, we're going to start reading with verse number 14. You are the light of the world. This is what he told Israel. This is why God put Israel in the center of the world. You are the light of the world. A city. Now, when he said a world, he's talking about all the promised land. Twelve tribes. The light was Jerusalem. So he's talking to Jerusalem. He's saying, you are the light of the world. All the other twelve tribes, eleven tribes, is going to be able to come here to the light. Because when Christ come, he's going to come here. When Christ die, he's going to die here. You are Jerusalem. You are the light of the world. You are a city that's set up on the hill. And you cannot be moved. A city that's set up on the hill cannot be moved. 
Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick, and they give it light unto all the house. You the one give light to all Israel. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your father which is in heaven. He was talking to his wife. All right. Now, that's the city. Let's go to another one. We're dealing with the city first. Shall where you know you about. We're talking about today. His wife has made herself ready. And the reason she made herself ready is because chapter 18 told us why. So this morning we stopped at chapter 17. I'm going to go there just a moment. Uh, but let's back up and go through a few more first. Uh, let's go to, we, we did this this morning. Uh, let's back up and we'll come up to chapter 17. So let's do what we did this morning and we'll get there. Let's go to Revelation. Start off with chapter 6, verse 9 and 11. I'm not done with the, with the city. I'm going to show you something. Now, after, after I do this, I'm going to stop at Revelation chapter 12. I'm going to spend some time there because I want to do 1 through 11 when I get to Revelation 12, which will be next. So you write that in your notes. I'm doing Revelation 6, 9 through 11 first, and then I'm going to go, well, I can't do that first. I'm going to have to go to Revelation 19, 1 through 5 first to start us off. All right, then we'll pick it up from there. Revelation 19, 1 through 5. Then we're going to go to Revelation chapter number 6, 9 through 11. Then Revelation 12, 1 through 11. Everybody got that? All right. Okay, here we go. Revelation chapter 9. Now, we, are, we talk about Israel. Remember I told you the Old Testament was talking about the woman. The New Testament talks about the man. So when you preach the new covenant, when Paul preached the new covenant, what did Paul preach? Tau, 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 tau. Paul preached Christ. I did a whole series on it. What did Paul preach? Christ. He preached a man. But when you read the Old Testament, who do you read about? The woman. Everything's about the woman. When you go to Genesis, start off, it's the woman. It's all about the woman. Adam married Eve. That was a picture of the father and his wife. But it's the woman who says, I have got me a man, I got me a man from the Lord. See the bad woman, boy. <laughs> This was Eve. Now, when you come down to the day when, when Jesus was born, I'm going to show you that in the 12th chapter of Revelation when I get there. And that's why Mary was a virgin. It's a picture of Israel giving birth to Christ. And to do that, she had to become a virgin. That was the picture. So everything you see is about what God is doing. We'll give you that in Revelation chapter 12 next. All right, now in Revelation chapter 19, that's where we're at, right? Verse 1. 
And after these things, I'm all right now when I sit here. This is, this is built this way. All right, I am the communion table. And after these things, I heard a great voice of much people in heaven. Now, when the Bible says in heaven, he's talking about in Jerusalem. If I just had a church, know, know what I'm saying. All right, and when I say in earth, it's in the promised land. Now, if you'll write those things down, we can move on a little quicker, okay? In heaven mean what? In Jerusalem. See, Jerusalem to them was heaven. So God put in the earth, heaven and earth. That's what the promised land was. The promised land was earth, but Jerusalem, the one part where everybody come together and worship, was the city. So everybody in Jerusalem had to go to one city and worship the Lord. And that was called the city of the king. It was the capital. It's where the king lived. Everybody know. All right. Now, Revelation 19, 1. And after these things, I heard a great voice of many people in heaven. So where were they really? In Jerusalem. Saying, hallelujah, salvation and glory and honor and power unto the Lord our God. For true and righteous are his judgments. So that means judgment ain't coming. This, this, this judgment just happened. We'll back up to it in a moment. Saying, true and righteous are his judgment. For he has judged the great whore. Great whore was Israel, the harlot. That's who was judged. Not you going to be judged. You in Christ. There's no condemnation in Christ. All right, but people still say, well, you know the judgment seat. No, we missed, what, what do you mean by we all going to stand before the judgment seat? He's talking about Israel, man. All right, true and righteous are his judgment, for he has judged the great whore which did corrupt the earth. So what did she corrupt? Da. My face says not da, dad. It's da. something, I don't know. Duh, right, okay. I said, duh, the next thing. Come on, now you got to write down the earth is the promised land. Now, when I say earth, you say what? When I say heaven, you says, thank you. That's all I got to get you. All right. All right, here we go. True and righteous are his judgment, for he has judged the great whore. Who is that? Thank you. There you go. Which did corrupt the earth, promised land, with her fornication. That's her idolatry. Okay, God now has judged her and he has avenged. Remember he said, vengeance is mine, I will repay. That's in Romans chapter two, right? All right, he has avenged the blood of his servants at her hand. The word servants of prophets. She killed all the prophets, remember? And again, they said, hallelujah. The smoke rose up forever and ever because Jerusalem was on fire. And the, 420, and the 420 elders and the beasts fell down and worshiped God that sat upon the throne, saying, Amen, hallelujah. So he's already on the throne. And a voice came out of the throne saying, Praise our God, all you servants, prophets, and you that fear him, both small and great. And I read to you already verse 6, right? All right, now I'm not going to go down there and read verse 11 because all that's good, but I'm trying to get you to see something. 
back up to Revelation 18 and verse 24, because I'm getting ready to read Revelation 18. Go back and read Revelation 18 and verse 4. I'm sorry, 24 for the people. I just want this to be shown on tape. Revelation what? 18 what? And 24. In Jerusalem. In her means what? In Jerusalem. In her was found the blood of prophets, saints, and all that was slain upon the earth. Can you see it? Now, let's go back to Revelation 11, 8 and show it to you. Then after that, we get back on course, Revelation chapter 6, right? Revelation chapter 8, what verse is Revelation 11 and 8, right? Are you there? Revelation 11, 8, here it is. And their dead bodies, these are the two prophets that they killed, right? And their dead bodies was in the streets of that great city. The great city name is what? Jerusalem which spiritually is called Sodom and Egypt, or Sodom and Gomorrah, but Sodom and Egypt, same thing. So remember Lot. When Lot went out of what? Sodom. Remember Jesus taught that? Where did Lot live? Sodom. But he, at that time, it was turned into Sodom. See, what you got to do, you got to see this way. When Adam and Eve started out, it was a garden. It was called the Garden of Eden. Got Eden here today. It was called the Garden of Eden. But Israel got corrupted. Chapter number six, there had to become a flood. Most Noah, make an ark. All flesh gonna die. What was God doing? He was destroying all the people upon the face of the earth. And the earth is what? That's why you got to know this. If you don't know this, you won't know this. All the people up on the earth died. So there was no flood in America. The flood was in Israel, the 12 tribes of Israel, the promised land. That section was on the flood. Noah's ark went up there and it came. Watch what it's going to come. Well, I won't get into that. Oh, my God. I like to tell it. Okay. All right, let's move on. Where am I? Revelation 11.8. Let me go back there so I can keep it, because I've been told it, man. And their dead bodies, these two prophets, and their dead bodies shall lie in the streets of the great city, which spiritually is called Sodom and Egypt, where also our Lord was crucified. Gave you a clue. Where was your Lord crucified? Once again, a lot of y'all think y'all don't watch TV. I already seen that. Watch the Ten Commandments. I already seen that. Story come on about Christ every year. I already seen that. What was he crucified? Uh, he was crucified in Jerusalem. He had to be taken without the gate in Jerusalem. Was crucified. Where was he born? Bethlehem, right near Jerusalem. But all this is happening near Jerusalem. All right. But the key is it's the city of the king. All right. That's chapter 8. Now, where I tell you we're going on chapter 6, right? Revelation chapter 6, verse 9. That's what I told you, right? Y'all are writing this down, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> That's what my teacher used to ask me, and I'm going like, yes. And then she said, don't worry, you're going to have a test on this. Revelation chapter 6, verse 9. 
And when he had opened the fifth seal, now remember, we all up to the fifth seal. Now, what, what's going on here? Because I'm going to back up to the first chapter in a moment. And we're going to see this woman in tribulation. She's called the seven churches of Asia. We're going to see her in tribulation, but she's not going to repent. Regardless of what God do to this woman, this woman was the woman Adam had who said, I have gotten me a man from the Lord. And she did. And her children were called the children of Cain. They were originally the children of the devil. They were the one who crucified Christ. They the one who killed Jesus. How do you know that, Pastor? Because the children of Cain killed Abel. See, if you know all that's what's happening up there, it's the same thing that happened when Christ came. It's not a doubt who killed Christ, the children of Cain. Because it was Cain who killed Abel. But after that, God raised up the godless seed, Seth. See, that's what happened when the children of Israel came out at that time. Now you have the godless seed. All right. So we're in Revelation chapter number 6 and verse 9. And when he had opened the fifth seal, I saw under the altar the souls of them that were slain for the word of God and for the testimony which they held. Now, what was their testimony? Romans 10, 9 and 10. If you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart, God raised Jesus from the dead. So you should write this in your Bible. That was a confession. That's why it's not you. You were not saved by confession. You were saved by grace. You didn't have to confess nothing or nobody to be saved. You had just believed Christ died for your sins. He was buried and God raised him from the dead. God gave you the Holy Spirit. Isn't that simple? But people just, they sit and listen, listen, don't realize this is your salvation. If you don't believe, you're going to hell, man, forever. This is not a game. You sit up in the church, still die with the hell. You could just went on out and party, man, got yourself a... Uh, no, but don't go out and party. Stay here, okay? And when that opened the fifth seal, so if the fifth seal, that means that's a one, two, three, four, five, right? He opened the fifth seal, and them that were slain for the word of God and for the testimony which they held. Remember, that's why John was on the island of Patmos, right? For the testimony which he held. They had to confess. And Jesus said, if you deny me, I deny you. So they had to hold fast their confession of faith. That's what Hebrew told you, right? All right. And they cried with a loud voice saying, how long? Don't forget this. How long, O Lord, holy and true, does thy judge and avenge? Now, I read that to you first. Revelation 19, I read it to you in verse 2. God hath judged the whole. God hath avenged the blood of his servant. That's where I started off at. That's why I'm asking you, are you listening to me? Verse number 10 says, How long, O Lord, holy and true, dost thou not judge and avenge our blood on them that dwell on the earth? Well, who did he dwell? That's why I told you why he gave you Luke 18 and verse 1 through 8. This woman prayed, remember? And the judge who was unsaved, he did not believe anything she said. He didn't really care. He didn't fear God. But because of her Continue to coming. She troubles me. And God said, listen to that. If they understood what happened to this unjust judge, 
they understand their God. Because when my children keep coming to me about something, you need to read that, Luke 17, I'm not going to do all your work for you, 1 through 7. And watch verse 11. Watch what was given them. White robes were given unto every one of them. And it was said unto them that they should rest yet a little while, a little season, until their fellow servants, also their brethren, that should be killed as they were, should be fulfilled. And the next verse says, and after that he opened the six years, which I'm not going there right now. Now, I gave you, we're going to go, we're going to show you something in Revelation 11. Let's go back to Revelation 11, 8, and then we're going to go to Revelation 14, 8, and then we're going to finally get to Revelation 16. Revelation 11, 8, Revelation 14, 8. I just want to show you what, what books you need to read. Revelation 11, 8, I gave that to you, I'm going to give it to you again. And their dead bodies shall lie in the streets of that great city, which is spiritually called Sodom and Egypt, where our Lord was crucified, and we already agreed that was Jerusalem. So let's go down to Revelation 14, 8. I'm going to go back to read chapter 12. That's why I told you, didn't I? Y'all I want to say y'all ain't listening to me, but I'm not going to keep saying it, because y'all really are. You just ain't writing nothing down. Revelation chapter number... 14.8. Then I'm going to go back to Revelation 12. Revelation 14.8. And they followed another angel saying, Babylon is fallen, is fallen, that great city, which is Jerusalem, because she has made all nations. Now, he's not talking about the old Pontiac now. He's talking about the 12 tribes of Israel. He, she made all those nations to drink wine of the wrath of her fornication because they all came to her and that's where they celebrate the Passover. Did anybody hear what I just said? Where they celebrate the Passover at? In Jerusalem. They could not celebrate it anywhere else. So they... <sighs> now, let's go to now Revelation chapter 12, right? All right, now let me tell you where I'm going after that. After that, I'm going to go to Revelation... Did I do 17, 1 through 6 yet? Okay, we're going to go to that next. Revelation after 12... Revelation, right now we're going to go to Revelation 12, 1 through 11. Then we're going to go to Revelation 17, 1 through 6. Then we're going to go to Revelation chapter 18, 1 through 10. And then we're going to read verse 17 through 24. And if I got any time after that, I'm going to take it to Revelation chapter 1 and I'm going to teach you the book of Revelation. Not line upon line, but I'm going to, I'm going to move around. All right, now, you know what happened to the city of Jerusalem, right? Matthew 22, 7 told you that they burnt the city. All right. I already went over that, but I'm just giving it to you again. Now, we're in Revelation chapter now, what now? Yeah. Chapter 12. So you ought to put something there. We're going to read that chapter. I'm only going to do 11 verses. Because that's going to really give you what you need. Revelation chapter 12. Let me walk a little bit for y'all won't go sleep on me here. Give you a little movement. Revelation chapter 12, verse number one. No. Did I say one? All right, let's go to one. One. And there appeared a great wonder in heaven. How many, how many men want to know this chapter? There appeared a great wonder in heaven. A woman. 
I told you who the woman is. This woman was clothed with the sun. And the moon was under her feet. How many know what the moon is? See, if you know all this stuff, I gave you all this back in Joseph. You get that? Go and see what Joseph dreamed. I'm not going to tell you no more. There was a pillar, a great one in heaven, a woman clothed with the sun. And the moon was on her feet. Up on her head, a crown of 12 stars. How many know what the crown of 12 stars was? Yeah, 12 tribes of Israel. It ain't hard. Just Let me get back up. So you, so you have the sun, you got the moon, you got the stars. If you go to what, what, what he had, well, you saw a jo- Joseph dream, and that's what you want to put down, a Joseph dream, and you got all that. Every time it come on, just like, I don't want to watch all that old stuff. All right. You got an old Bible with old stuff in it. So you need to know. All right. Now, here we go. Revelation chapter 12. So, so let's, let's, let's see the parts here. We got a one in heaven going on here. One is not here. There's one over there. Okay. We got one in heaven, though. We got a woman clothed with the sun. The moon is on her feet. And she has upon her head a crown of 12 stars. How many know she's in control here? All right. She's being with child. I'm not in that word to put down there, Christ. Cry, traveling in birth. Pain to be delivered. So this had to be a time when Rome was over her. Because that's when Christ came. Isn't that right? Just, would y'all help me do a few breaths? Everybody do know when Christ came, it was Rome. Okay. Just take a couple breaths, okay? You, you do this for me, okay? Okay. Y'all hard. Y'all real hard. Being with child, she cried, traveled in birth, persecution, pain to be delivered. So the Romans was over her when Mary born Christ. Right? Oh, hallelujah. All right. And there appeared another one in heaven. But where were they really at? Y'all be a little quick, okay? Write them down so when I say heaven, you know, Jerusalem. Don't wait for you to be like a choir. Jerusalem. Okay. It's like we got all set together. Y'all ready? Jerusalem. Okay. <laughs> there appeared another woman in heaven. Somebody said Jerusalem. <laughs> and behold, a great red dragon. You know that who that is, right? You don't have to worry. But that red dragon at this time was Caesar. We know who he represented, though. What spirit he had. And that's the devil, right? Had seven horns, ten horns. Seven heads, ten horns, we know that was wrong. Seven crowns upon his head. And his tail drew a third part of the star. Now you know the star with the twelve tribes of Israel. And did cast them into the earth. We know what the earth is, the promised land. And the dragon stood before the woman. We know that happened when she was born. What did they do to her? No, y'all, y'all, y'all don't know the birth of Christ? You look at me like, what happened to her? I mean, the Lord came to her. See, I keep telling you, watch, watch the Bible. I'm not going to tell you no more. I'm going to command and demand, seem like in here. 
Jesus, y'all go watch the birth of Christ. Free on your podcast. When, 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 when Christ was born, the devil wanted to kill the baby. Not right, not right. Yeah, right. Praise God. And the angel and the Lord came to, to, to Joseph by night. Yes, Lord. I reckon this is how you got the Baptist preacher. And the Lord came to Joseph by night and told Joseph, get up and get out of here. Can I get a witness? Cause the devil coming and gonna kill the baby. I'm not gonna be no Baptist preacher. Y'all can do what. If you don't get it, I'm going on. I'm not gonna sing it to you. And devour the child as soon as it was born. Can I get a witness? See, so that's what y'all want. You won't get it again. So please. All right, the devil, verse number four again, and the devil drew a third part of the stars in heaven, cast them into the earth, dragged and stood before the woman, which was ready to be delivered, for the devour her child as soon as it was born. Now you know what that is, when Jesus was born. Okay. She brought forth a man child. That's not hard, it was a boy. Okay. Who was to rule all nations. Now we saw that back there in uh, uh, Isaiah 6, Isaiah 9 and 6. Just hold, hold your finger right there. Go to Isaiah. Oh, Lord. I know, I know that turkey, that, all that dressing and all that salad and potato pies and corn pies. I understand. Isaiah chapter 9. Are you there? And let's look at verse 6, Isaiah 9 and 6. See, that's what you're seeing right here. Unto us a child. Now, y'all know this, but you need to mark in your Bible in references to where I'm reading. All right? That's why, remember the Lord said to them, I'm not going to be with you always. Then he's talking to Israel, not us. For unto us a child is born. Are you there now? Unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder. His name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Increase of his kingdom, his government, and peace, there shall be no end. And the throne of David, he's going to sit upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom to audit, to establish it with judgment and with justice forever, even forever. The zeal of the Lord of hosts has, will perform this. All right, so you need to mark that Bible because that's what I'm reading to you right now. Are you ready? All right. In Revelation chapter 12, and I read to you verse 5, and she brought forth a man child who was to rule all nations. You, you, the nations were the 12 tribes of Israel, but he would rule them all. Now you got the same thing in Genesis when you read Genesis and you go back and read Joseph, okay? All right. You're going to rule with a rod of iron. Her child was caught up unto God into his throne. Now you're already in the act, raised from the dead, right? Act, sister, come say yeah. Be kept him out, okay, so I can hear somebody say yeah. Okay, that's Acts chapter one, verse nine through eleven, sister, come say yeah, sister, come. All right, all right. So she, when Jesus rose from the dead, he went back to heaven, called him to his throne. Okay. And the woman fled. That's Acts chapter nine, sister, come. Okay. 
And the woman fled into the wilderness because she was chased by Saul, says Crump. Okay. When she had a place prepared of God in the wilderness, and that they should feed her there a thousand two hundred and three score days. That's three hundred and a half, three and a half years, says Crump. Okay. And there was war in Jerusalem, which the Bible said heaven. Okay. Michael and his angel fought against the dragon, and the dragon fought against his angels, and prevailed not, neither was their place found any more in Jerusalem, in heaven. Okay. If you're not going to say, hey, amen, I'm not, I just might well go on. <laughs> and the great dragon was cast out, the old serpent called the devil, and Satan, which deceived the whole world, all of the 12 tribes of Israel. He was cast out into the earth, can you see it? All right, the promised land. And his angels were cast out with him. Now that's where they were now, walking earth. Because Peter said he walked about as a roaring lion seeking who he made a vow. So if you, if you know the Bible, all that flowed together. Uh, and I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, now has come salvation. You remember, now, now they will receive salvation. We already received salvation in Christ. Now, now has come salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God, and the power of his Christ, for the accuser of our brother is cast down, which accused him day and night, accused them before God day and night. Where was he cast out where? See, you hear that it says he cast down, but he was cast down from Jerusalem to the lower part of the earth. Once you got to Jerusalem, you was in heaven. Let me read it again. You might have missed that. Watch what it says. Verse 9. Um, go back to verse 8 again, sir. Back to verse 8. Verse 8 says, and he prevailed not, neither was his place found anymore in heaven. And you said, Jerusalem. And then I turn around and tell you down there, you don't even say nothing. And the great, the great dragon was cast out, the old serpent called the devil, or Satan. He deceived the whole world. He was cast out into the earth. And his angel was cast out with him. And I heard the loud voice saying in heaven, in Jerusalem, now has come salvation and strength the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ for the accuser of our brothers cast down which accused him day and night, accused them before our God day and night. And they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. And they loved not their lives unto the death. Therefore rejoice, you heaven, and you that dwell in them, woe to the inhabitants of the earth. Why is that? Because they're not in Jerusalem. Now, you got to understand, where did the Lord come when he went back? <laughs> Jerusalem, isn't that hard? You always quote Thessalonians, you still don't know where he went back to? Oh, Jesus. Woe to the heavens of the earth, the people not in Jerusalem. And you see, the devil has come down to you. Because he was cast out of Jerusalem, he's cast out of heaven. <sighs> Maybe I should teach this. I don't think y'all are ready for this. I'm serious. When y'all ain't ready for something, I don't need to bother that. I just thought this would be a good day. Okay, but let's, let's, let's go. Uh, Where I tell you I'm going next? Revelation 16, 15, and 19. Revelation 16, 15, and 19. I can't do no more of that. Revelation 16, 15. I'm just trying, I'm, I'm hoping I was able to show you today. I thought today would be a good day. Mm-mm. No, nah, use up too much of my time. I ain't got but six more minutes. 
<laughs> Revelation 16, 15. Behold, I come as a thief. Watch what he says. Now, this is Thessalonians. When I read Thessalonians, see, I'm not reading all that now. I'm showing to you in Revelation. Behold, I come as a thief. Blessed is he that watches and keepeth his garments, lest he walk naked and they see his shame. So when I read the, the seven churches, that's one of the things he's going to say. Verse 19. And the great city was divided into three parts. Because remember, when the Lord came, it was divided. I can't go through that. that that's, uh, his feet were shared, stand up on the Mount of Olives and his, you know, all this stuff. All right, let me go. You all do know, about, you all do know Revelation no, 21. All right, I see I'm going to take you to Revelation chapter number 17, right? One through six, let's go there now. Revelation chapter 17. Israel now has become the holiday. There came, and there came one of the seven angels, I'm going on to verse number one, which had seven vows. <clears throat> Remember, now they're pouring out vows. He, seven vows. I will show thee the judgment of the great whore. I'm keep showing you who was judged. The, this, the, the, uh, the great whore. That sitteth upon many waters, with whom the kings of the earth have committed fornication, and the inhabitants of the earth, have been drunk with the wine of her fornication. You already know, they go to Jerusalem and have the Passover. And so he carried me away in the spirit in the wilderness, and I saw a woman sit upon the scarlet color beast, full of names of blasphemy, having seven heads and ten horns. And the woman was arrayed in purple, scarlet color, decked with gold, precious stone, pearls, having a golden cup in her hand, full of an abomination. Filteredness of her fornication. That was her Passover now. And upon her head was a name written, Mystery Babylon the Great, the mother of harlots, an abomination of the earth. And I saw the woman drunken with the blood of the saints. Remember, it was her who was killing the, the rest of the church. And I saw the woman, do you realize that? Paul was a Pharisee. And they got letters from the Sanhedrin to go and persecute the church. And I saw the woman drunken with the blood of the saints and with the blood of the martyrs of Jesus. And when I saw her, I wondered with great admiration. Uh, go down to verse number 18, the fall of Babylon. Babylon is fallen. Babylon is fallen. How did Babylon fall? She was burned to the ground. That, you read that. Just give me verse 8. I'm not going to read all that. Revelation 18 and 8. Therefore shall her plagues come in one day. The place was Deuteronomy chapter 27. In chapter 27, you get all the plagues. Deuteronomy chapter 28, you got all the blessings. That's how you know. They, they quoted all the plagues, all the curses first, then they all the blessings. So you can remember Deuteronomy 28, the blessing, one chapter before you got all the curses. All right. Therefore, we in verse 8. We are in Revelation 18 and 8. Therefore shall her plague come in one day, death, mourning, famine. She shall be utterly burned with fire. That's what happened to the woman. That's what happened. Let me show you quickly Revelation chapter 7. I'm going to take about five extra minutes. Revelation chapter 7, this is when Israel was taken out, if you keep in note. 
Revelation chapter 7 is when Israel would take it out. Everybody remember that now? Verse 1. After these things, I saw four angels standing on the four corners of the earth. And the earth is what? <sighs> Holding the four winds of the earth. That the wind should not blow. Those wind are angels. Because they get ready to destroy the earth. They're called four winds. Holding the four winds. These, these angels was holding the four winds of the earth. That the wind should not blow upon the earth because it would get ready to destroy the people, right? Nor the sea, nor any tree. And I saw another angel standing, ascending up uh, from the east, having the sea of the living God, having the seal of the living God. He cried with a loud voice to the four angels to whom it was given, hurt not the earth. Hurt, hurt not who? Hmm. Y'all wake me up when you get there. Hurt not the earth and the sea, saying, hurt not the earth, neither the sea nor the trees. He's talking about the people living in Jerusalem. Until I seal the servants of our God in their foreheads. Go to Revelation 14 and 1. How many were sealed? 144,000. Let's go to Revelation 14 and 1. Revelation 14 and 1. What did he seal them with? Revelation 14, 1. And I look and lo, a lamb stood on the Mount Zion with him 144,000 having his father's name written in their forehead. What was Jesus, what was Christ? Ah, I'm trying not to tell you. Go to John 5, 43. Go to John 5, 43. What was Christ's father's name? John 5, 43. Same people don't want to watch the Bible story. What was his father's name? The whole, he, he came talking about my father, my father and I, my father, and still don't know the father's name. John 5, 43. Are you there? It's on the screen. I am coming my father's name. Christ came in his father's name. Hmm. Let me know when you got it. Are you got it yet? Christ came in his father's name. Anybody got it yet? See, y'all saying it, but you don't know. When you're not bold, you don't know. Jesus is the father's name. I've told you this before. You won't write it down. Did I tell him? Did I tell him? Oh, I got that. Mm, okay. I am coming my father's name. His father's name is Jesus. And you receive me not. If another come in his own name, him you will receive. All right, let's go back to Revelation. And where am I? I'm in what? I'm in chapter number seven. And what verse? Thank you very much. I got somebody listening. I'm trying to find out. Some of y'all sleeping. That's all right. Revelation chapter, I know y'all be, be watching, don't you? All right. Y'all going to see if he's going to come through the, okay. Revelation chapter 7, verse 5, right? He gave you the 12 tribes of Israel. I don't have to go through that, right? Because I showed you who they were. So let's go back to Revelation 14, 1. Because I tell you, Revelation 14 and 1, they were written in the father's forehead, right? Let's look at Revelation 9 and 4. Let's, let's, let's see if that's right. We're going to check that out right quick. 
Revelation, Revelation chapter 9 and 4. And it was commanded them that they should not hurt the glass, the grass, the earth, neither any green tree, but only those which have, which have not the seal of God in their foreheads. What was the seal of God? What was his name? Thank you. The rest of y'all need to just say it because I'm giving you what the seal of God is. What is the seal of God to you? Nah. Nah. Find that for me, honey. Looking at me like that. He having not this seal. Go find it. Don't say it. Oh, Lord. Timothy told you, you come to the Lord having not this seal? Okay, go find it. Find it for your class. All right, Revelation chapter 7. I already gave you verse 14. The seal, the seal of God was on his head. When you, read, when you read these chapters, Ezekiel chapter number 8, Ezekiel chapter 9, you see a man going with an ink horn, with an ink pen, and he's sealing all of those people who were Christ. He's going to put the name Jesus on their forehead. That's, how they not, that's why they did not receive the, the beast. Because all those who had the seal of the beast on their head couldn't buy or sell. At that time, they were sealing the people who belonged to God and the one that didn't. 2 Timothy 2.19, put on your screen. And I'm going to stop right there. I think I give you a, a lot. And I'm not even down. I'm going to have to take up this next time. I've even did the seven churches. The bride, not the bride, the wife, has made herself ready. But she didn't get ready until she went through tribulation. That's why Babylon failed in chapter 18. Chapter 19, she was ready. In chapter number 21, you're going to see the woman, I'm going to teach you next week, as a city. Read the book. And he's going to say this. They have no need of a temple. Wonder why. Wonder, wonder, wonder. Here we go. Nevertheless, the foundation of God standing sure having this seal. The Lord knows those that are his. Let everyone that name the name of Christ. Let them depart from iniquity. That go with Romans chapter 8 verse 9. He that has not the spirit of Christ. None of his. Your seal is Christ. Now don't ever forget that again. That bothers me when you don't know my stuff. Their seal was not Christ. Their seal was the Father's name. It was written on their foreheads. God put his seal in your heart. You don't have the spirit of Christ in your heart. You're none of his. The Holy Ghost must come in your heart. He is God's seal. I heard you, sister. How many got there? How many enjoyed the word today? How many learn a lot? All right, that means you got to watch it again. Because I'm going to be asking you all this stuff next time. When you read Revelation chapter 21, it's going to tell you all now about the new city. But the only thing the city don't have is a temple. There was no need of the temple. You get that next week. Then you're going to know who you really are. If they the city, 
and you the temple, we got a new Jerusalem. Some of y'all won't clap if I have to get out there on you. First Corinthians 15. <laughs> you have not heard this much information in your life and still won't clap. Oh Lord. Go to 1 Corinthians chapter 15. It's not me who feeding you. It's the Lord himself. My prayer is, Lord, increase my knowledge in your word for you. Lord, increase my faith in you for you. Lord, increase my love for you. Everything God put here is yours. All right. Don't forget. 1 Corinthians 15, verse 1. Moreover, brethren, I declare to you the gospel which I preach to you, which also you have received, and wherein you stand, by which also you are saved. If you keep in memory of what I preached unto you, Paul says, unless you have believed in vain. I delivered unto you, first of all, that which I also received, how Christ died for our sins according to the scripture, and that he was buried, and that he rose again from the dead. Christ's death, buried, resurrection is a payment for your sins, and also the payment for your salvation, and also your eternity for eternal life. And all you got to do is receive him, Christ Jesus. The new covenant is about Christ. You have his image in you, and that's Christ. You have his likeness. You have his seal. You have everything, his blood. Look, my time is up. I thank you for yours, and the door of faith is open unto you. Thank you for listening to the Dora Faith Ministries podcast. I hope this message was a blessing to you and we look forward to seeing you on the next episode. If you're listening on iTunes, be sure to give us a five-star rating. Also, be sure to find us online at www.mydoorfaith.org. That's www.mydoorfaith.org.